Well, hi there, everybody. Sorry to interrupt your other podcasts that you're listening to, but a little uh, fun announcement to make here. Casey, in summertime, we'd like to get up to some antics. And those antics would involve getting a bunch of nerds together and doing what nerds do best, yelling at each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So we are going to do Nerd Debate live this year. <gasps> Nerd Debate 5 live. There we in go. Person. Boom. That yes. is the subtitle. We just came up with it. We will be doing this at the amazing Bullfinch Brew Pub here in Syracuse, New York. So find all the information that you need at our social media or at nightshiftradio.com. We've drank Bullfinch's beer before. Dave, the brewmaster at Bullfinch, makes amazing beers. Check out the amazing stuff that's happening in Bullfinch. You can go to bullfinchbrewpub.com. Come join us on Saturday, July the 29th at 7.30 and be sure to be ready to listen to a bunch of nerds <laughs> argue with each other. <laughs> Alright, we're going to leave your podcast now. Goodbye. <laughs> You're listening to the Never Heard of It podcast. A Night Shift Radio original. Every week we bring you the good, the bad, the weird, and lesser known streaming movies. Hit subscribe for new episodes every Thursday and Sunday. So, I got a book. Okay. In the mail today. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I haven't obviously haven't started reading it yet because I literally got it today. It's called Last Bid for a Dying Earth. Oh. And it is written by oh. none other than... Mike Wyan Jr., the editor of the Storyteller series. Look at that. I love I love that we we have such talented and prolific people in in our midst. I uh I'm very excited. Uh uh Mike Mike's a great uh, uh sci-fi and fantasy writer. I'm very excited to read this. Uh but you guys have probably heard uh, uh commercials for it. Uh this is part of the Anesian Convergence uh trilogy. There's been commercials running on on our shows uh across all of Night Shift Radio. So mm-hmm, if you've been mm-hmm. listening, if you listen to all our other shows, uh great. If you don't, what are you doing, yeah. man? What are you doing with your life? We got a whole network of shows. We got we got lots of we get like we not, may not be something for everyone yet, but that's what we're aiming for. That's what we're aiming for. We're getting there. Uh, cute is what we aim for. Because <laughs> it's like a band that was that was there. That's, that's uh, true. Yeah. So I'm very excited to to uh, to read this book. Yeah, read my book. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm so happy for him. <clears throat> and speaking of of books, at last I saw our uh, our head of animation Ethan's uh, crowdfunding just went through the fucking roof. Blew away every stretch goal they had. Yeah, Moistly Harmless, a guide uh, for for raising salamanders. And what's really I, what I love about it is that it's it's an actual guide mm-hmm. for uh, salamanders, but it also is interspersed with with like comic book panels of of like Ethan's history of uh, like personal history of like learning about salamanders and catching them and stuff yeah. like that. Like he talks about like falling in the the like the little crick every time he went to go catch them and stuff like that as a kid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, very great. So that's another one, Moistly Harmless, um, which is uh, uh, by the time you listen to this, they'll still have a, a week or two left uh, for you to uh, to get into that. But I definitely recommend it. Of course, all of this information you could find if you head over to twitter.com slash media NSR. That is our uh, uh, Night Shift Radio's Twitter account, um, specifically Night Shift Media Group's Twitter account, where we got a brand new spanking logo there. Look at that. It's very nice. And you can head up and learn all about these cool things that uh, we're doing. Speaking of cool things yeah. that 
that have been done. I wanted mm-hmm. to see the Bob's Burgers movie yesterday. Oh, is it good? I, I'm going to go see it with Juniper later this week. It's it's an absolute delight. <clears throat> I think oh. I think a lot of times when a especially specifically an animated show, but let's say any like short form like TV show tries to do a feature. A lot of times it it falls flat because they just they don't quite get the the pacing right. They don't they don't like they don't have a story that connects to the larger world in any way. Like they try to like go too big, or like they they just don't they don't translate well all the time. Or sometimes they just like intentional. Like you, you could arguably say that the Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers movie that we talked about last time was a feature film from the the TV series, but like they just went in a completely different direction and made it super meta and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I think back to like, I don't, I don't remember it like very well. Like the Simpsons movie. Sim- yeah. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. The Simpsons movie. I feel like the, the South Park movie was kind of like that. Maybe. I don't know. Like it just, it always feels like they, they have this really grand ambition, but it doesn't fit as part of like a cohesive world with the show. Sure. A very like early Marvel thing. Uh, but this just it played so well, like a perfectly paced, just long form episode of Bob's Burgers. Like the the characters felt right, the pacing of the story felt right. They they covered a lot more ground than they would, but it didn't feel like it dragged on. Uh, and I love that show so much. And it just so good. it was I think like and like yeah, obviously the the animation style is a little bit different on the screen, and it feels more immersive, and there's more movement yeah. to it because you know they have a huge budget. Uh, but it's just like nothing felt missing to me, and it, it had an interesting storyline to a little bit of a whodunit, uh, which I love. The one part that was a little bit like threw me off a little. Uh, actually had nothing to do with the movie, but like, you know, like Bob's isn't necessarily a kid's show. Like it, it is safe for kids. There's a lot of crude humor that, uh, in the best way, like adult humor will do, like we'll go right over most children's heads, uh, in a way that like, like you can laugh at and they won't know why sort of thing. Uh, sometimes I laugh at it and I don't know why. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You're like, that's probably a smart reference. I don't know, but it sounded funny. And like you know the the trailers before this movie, you get your your like there's the the Thor Love and Thunder trailer. You expect that. You got the sure. Jurassic World Dominion trailer. You would expect that. And there was a, a couple more kind of like big summer movies that you would expect, yeah, like Top Gun and all. Yeah. But then comes the trailer for the new David Cronenberg movie, Crimes of the Future, which is this oh. like sci-fi body horror like nightmare escape, oh, yeah. and I'm just like, oh. Oh God! Oh no! I did, I did not sign up for this. this. And if you're if you're unfamiliar, the big story about that movie is that people walked out of the theater when they screened that movie at film festivals and were like, "I literally cannot handle the the grotesqueness of this movie." Like people, there was like in mass walked out of this movie and it was like, "It was an amazing movie." I could not stomach it. Like that's, I'm talking swaths of people. That's the thing is like I had that kind of reaction to the trailer, which means mm-hmm. that I know for a fact that I want nothing to do with this. Yeah, movie. it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be gross. It was just like a very jarring experience of just like uh oh oh no. <laughs> and oh, then it was no. like Bobby, and you're like and then, what the fuck is going <laughs> But like I shit you not, like the moment that trailer ended and it moved on to like the Thor Love and Thunder or something like that. Uh, this mother walks in with like this, like probably like eight year old child. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you could not have timed that better, lady. <laughs> better. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, that movie looks so jarring. Just, is... I'm like, I do not want this. I don't. <laughs> do not want. That's what. Yeah, I'm really excited to see that. 
Um, a lot of big releases this past week. So Bob's Burgers movie just came out last week. Mm-hmm. We had, of course, I mean, the big one, uh, you know, two of the big ones, Obi-Wan Kenobi show uh, oh, debuted. Yeah. Um, I loved it. I thought it was really great. I love that, you know, we get the sort of like reluctant hero in Obi-Wan, but mm-hmm. like the re you know the reason right like yeah. you grew up with the reason of why he's the reluctant hero why he's lamenting why he's you know kind of isolated himself like you've you've had decades worth of of like feeling it and i think it works really well when you know somebody approaches him uh you know uh what happens in the movie is you know somebody or in the show uh one of the very popular main characters gets kidnapped uh, Obi-Wan is approached and they're like, you're the only one that can do this. He's like, no, you don't understand. Like, I can't do this. Like everybody in the world was sent to kill all the Jedis. And I'm like top five, one of the most famous Jedis in the world. I can't do that. Yeah. And they're like, but you, that's the thing is like, you are the only one who can. And he's like, God fucking damn it. You're <laughs> right. Fine. And so off he goes and you kind of get this moment. And it's it's great though. I loved it. I just think I know that there's a lot of discourse. Yes, there is a scene where like don't spoil it yet. It's but but like there's this scene where like somebody's chasing someone and it's just it reminded me of that like Austin Powers scene where he's like riding with the steamroller and he's like really, really far away and he's like, no, but he's like, move get out of the way. And he's just going so slow and he's so far away. The guy's like, no, no. That's kind of what it felt like. And I was like, ah, oh, this is dumb. Yeah, like, but it was like a minor second thing. It was kind of like the equivalent of remember spin gate. Do you remember that one of, uh, uh the book of Boba Fett no. where the one guy like does a spin and then fires his gun and everyone was like, what the, why is he spinning? Well, uh, that was stupid. It kind of felt like that, but like not as bad. So Obi-Wan was great. I was a really big fan. I haven't watched it yet. I actually do plan on watching it. Uh, and it's, it's the first of the Star Wars television series that I've had any interest in whatsoever. Uh, and that's you know, for, for a couple of reasons. Once, I, I actually, like, for one, Ewan McGregor's amazing. Uh, Ewan McGregor, man. I actually, I, mean, I do like the character of Obi-Wan. And I loved uh, Ewan McGregor's portrayal of the character. I thought he was the perfect pick for replacing Alec Guinness. I think we've covered all this before. And I, I actually think that he had a story left to tell. Yeah. I, you know, I, I wasn't interested in, in Boba Fett at all. And you know, never got the hype around bringing him back. So Book of Boba Fett, whatever. I wasn't interested in Boba Fett, so I obviously didn't care about The Mandalorian. Whatever. Uh, but a lot of the newer Star Wars stuff has been really interesting to me. Basically, all the stuff that like the, like, the diehard fans claim to hate, I've really enjoyed. I liked Rogue One. I liked Solo. I liked the new trilogy. When they're making Andor. Uh, uh, yeah. Like, I, it, there were decent movies in an otherwise lackluster franchise, in my opinion. Uh, and so like, I, I've enjoyed it. And I think that I'll enjoy this series, too. I think you, uh, Kumail Nanjiani is in it. Oh, he's great. Uh, which is, he's Love great. Him. Yeah, uh, absolutely fantastic. Um, you know, a lot of really great things. Uh, um, and uh, Moses Ingram, uh, who plays uh, 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 Inquisitor Reva, is in it. She is fantastic. Um, very specifically, she was in Queen's Gambit. So if you watch that, yeah. she she plays Jolene in that, which is which is uh, what's her name's friend. 
great. She was also in uh, the tragedy of Macbeth um, uh, uh, as uh, as Lady Macduff. Um, mm. So okay. uh, highly rec. I highly recommend the show. I think it's great. No spoilers. I think there's a lot of really great Star Wars content coming out. I do actually think you'd like the Mandalorian. You definitely should skip Boba Fett though. Um, oh. O'Shea Jackson Jr.'s in Obi Wan. That's fucking dope. Wait, who? That's Cube's son, man. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's he's actually pretty good in it too. Hell yeah! Um, it's a good. It's a really good series. I I definitely recommend. And Flea is in the first episode. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, and so the reason is. why, by the way, the reason why is because Deborah Chow, who was the showrunner and director of the series, uh, used to direct Red Hot Chili Pepper um, videos and concert series, so that's why Flea is in it. It was kind of like, that's that's the connection. I will also say, just at a, a quick glance from like the press photo and then like the clip that I saw in the trailer, Joel Egerton, uh, Ed- Edgerton uh, looks to have been good casting as a, a young Owen Lars, so... Yeah, well, he he's also, it's the same one from, uh, he was in the sequel series, or in the oh, prequel series. Yeah. Oh, that is him, okay. It's the same, okay. yeah, it's the same I, one. Yep. I assumed it had been long enough that they recast him, but that's cool to hear. Yeah, uh, I mean, to my knowledge, uh, I'm pretty sure it's the it's the same guy. I mean. Because, um, I mean, he looks spot on to when they show him. That's what I'm uh, saying. I mean, as uh, as the younger Lars when when they pass him off the first time around, yeah, yeah. It, that is him. Yep, there Owen Lars. All right, yep. well then, well done on the casting of getting back the guy <laughs> that you had yeah. before <laughs> from two thousand five. Seventeen years, man. That's, that's true. That's pretty that's good. True. But no, he is, and he's oh, he's really, he's really cool in it. I'm really excited. Yeah, great series. Very excited. We also uh, the, during the Star Wars celebration, we learned that Andor. Uh, is is going to be a show, and that's the the main uh, guy from Rogue One, mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. set five years before the events of Rogue One. So it's okay. basically all of the things that lead up to him meeting Jin Erso in Rogue One. So, like, I, I continue to think about this because, like, it, it came up when. Uh, do you remember the girl with all the gifts? Yes. Yeah. So that was a, a novel, and then later a movie. Absolutely yep. phenomenal in both formats. Um, yeah, the movie's fantastic too. But yeah. I, I think it was the. Oh, yeah, I have it on the shelf. The Boy on the Bridge was uh, released later as a prequel to The Girl with All the Gifts. Okay. And there are people that I heard discussing at the time, like, you know, why would I be invested in this story, knowing what happens? Which I think is, in some ways, is a fair point to make. Like, you know sure. that this is kind of the like. Like at the end of this story, everything is an absolute shit show because we know like that you know the world has ended when the next book starts. Right. But I think it's really fascinating to find out about characters that and like how they got to that point. Uh, and I like seeing the same story told from different perspectives. Uh, and, you know, kind of the the Rashomon, the 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 Citizen Kane, like that kind of stuff. But like uh, in this case, on a much more you know grand scale, because you're seeing you know, like an, an entire book or an entire movie, whatnot, told differently. I appreciate that. And so, like, yeah, I, of course, we knew that the Rogue Squadron was doomed. But seeing their story was really interesting. And, you know, of course we know that Obi-Wan dies on the Death Star. But seeing how he got there is kind of interesting to me. So, like, the idea of learning about what what Andor's life was like before we had to care about him dying, kind of interesting. 
I, you know, and there's a lot of that going on right now in, in series. So like, you know, Obi-Wan's a really great example. It takes place about eight years before his final confrontation with, with Vader. Um, you know, we had, uh, Andor five years before the events of him dying. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the Lord of the Rings Rings of Power series, which takes place several hundreds of, it's the creation of the rings. Which, um, is so this is what, thousands of fascinating. years. I Very really cool. wish that wasn't an Amazon exclusive because I want to watch that. I knew, I gave you a login. Uh, I mean, no, I didn't. Shh. Amazon, I would never do that. That's no, ridiculous. No login sharing um, happening here. I don't know but, what you're talking uh, about. <laughs> and then we have the Mother of the Dragons uh, series, um, which is the uh, the history of the Targaryens before, mm-hmm. like hundreds, like 300 years before the events of Game of Thrones. So like, there's a lot of that happening. We have Ahsoka, which is also takes place um, back when she was still alive, because mm-hmm. this is also uh, Clone Wars era. So this is between episodes two and three, and then after episode three. So like we don't know exactly where it takes place, but it's definitely after episode two and before episode four. Yeah. We know that that's Ahsoka's thing. So that series looks amazing. Um, but there's a lot of that sort of prequel thing. Um, but then... Another big release that just happened, Stranger Things season four. Yes. Takes place now. It is, it is, you know, caught up in real well, not in real time. It doesn't take place in 2022, but it's 1986. Takes place, yeah. So it's 1986. They're all older. They're all teens. Uh, I have not watched it yet, but they're long ass episodes. We every episode's like an hour 40 minutes, man. We started it. And I will say that so far, I think this one leans the best into like the full on horror that in, inspires the, the the show. And like they're like they're obviously in a lot of ways still very much tied to the idea of the upside down and the Russians and whatnot, and like all the stuff that was established in the first three seasons. But this does a really, really interesting job of kind of stepping away and telling a, a different story and also giving us backstory. We learn a little bit more about Eleven's past and, and things like that. Which like, is good. And of course, Paul Reiser's back, so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, you know, because obviously uh, they've pretty much confirmed that, you know, this is the series winding it winding down. There is going to be a spinoff series I've heard about uh, of Stranger Things. But this is like, at this point... They're going five seasons and that'll be it. And that'll be it, yeah. So, like, at this point, it's time to start getting enough answer. I mean, they don't have to, like, Mm -hmm. and now we're going to tell you everything. But, like, now is the time, you know, because the first three seasons, it's still very, like, she was a government experiment. Or was she? (laughs) Peace out, bitches. And you're like, wait, so, like, you know, but, like, now it feels like now is the time to be, like, okay, this is actually what it was. This is where it came from. This is the explanation of that. And I kind of love how amongst this small group of people who have experienced this and for whom, like, nothing is a shock anymore, that they've just completely normalized the idea of, like, Oh, there's a monster. Oh, that's like this character from our D&D campaign. Yeah. And everyone's just like, cool, that's what we're calling it now. <laughs> I just, I love the the idea of these 80s themes movies and the bravado, the fact of like, there's nothing that a bunch of kids on BMX bikes can't solve. Right? And that's really the lesson to take away of everything we learned in the 80s. And uh, and that's the moral yep. of the story. So yep. if I ever get in trouble and I see a bunch of kids on BMX bikes and we're like, hey, Come here. I got an adventure for you to solve. <laughs> and they'd be like, fuck off, old man. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> okay, don't go in that cave. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck you, we're going to go drinking him. and 
you know, partying in the cave and we're like, God damn it. I'm going to go around just <laughs> like as an old man, just going to go around telling groups of youths not to go places and see if they do. I bet like <laughs> you should tell them not to go places that are really cool. Be like, don't you go in that library. Don't you read those books. <laughs> That's forbidden Nothing but trouble. They'd be like, fuck you, old man. You can't tell me what to do. And they're going to go read a bunch of books. And then, you know, <laughs> that's how you get them. That's, yeah. how, that's how we win. That's how we win the future, Caleb. And in 2063, they stumble across an archive of uh, ancient media and hear this episode. And they're like, ah, the old man got us. Ah, they shake <laughs> like, their fists. That's right. I fucking got you, you sons of bitches listening right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> This is a me- you yeah you're gonna fucking learn today and now you're all doctors and oh, masters so degrees and shit. twenty twenty sixty three did I say so what I'm yeah eighty one two years yeah yeah we're we're eighty one eighty two yeah that, that we checks. might still be alive at eighty one shaking our fists and be like ha ha fucking uh, got you bunch yeah. of nerds. <laughs> So we got a whole month of crazy movies ahead for you. Uh, we're we're kicking off the month with Killer Mermaid. Uh, this movie is streaming uh, on a bunch of different sites, but Tubi TV is is the easy free one. You guys can get it. You know, you can just go to TubiTV.com or download the Tubi app and watch it for free. You don't even have to sign in, which is really great. Uh, you just you know got to put up watch with the that shit. You yeah. fucking watch that shit. Fucking so. <laughs> you, I don't mean, you watch that don't movie? You watch, like, <laughs> No, nothing but danger awaits those who watch this movie. <laughs> so if you're the type of person that watches movies before we review them, that is your place to do it for our brand new episode. And of course, you've already hit that subscribe button, right? Obviously. Of course. Because that's how we, you would know when our new episode's air. We know that you have. but just, uh, Yeah, we're, we're saying for, like, for the other people that didn't know. Like, you're good. You're the, good. Those youths in 2063 that we tricked into listening to this episode... Now they're going to subscribe. Now they're going to subscribe. They're like, oh, now I got to subscribe. They tricked me good. Uh, (laughs) Uh, So definitely hit that subscribe button. And of course, all the links down below, social media, website, mailing list, YouTube, the whole spiel. Definitely check it out. Uh, You know, follow us everywhere and, uh, you know, do the thing. And of course, as always, share with 100,000 of your closest friends. It's the least you can do. The minimum you can do. Sorry, I'm still laughing about it. Follow us everywhere. Please, online, not in real life. Not in real life. Do not follow us. Don't be a fucking weirdo, all right? (laughs) Don't be weird. Uh, I mean, do follow us. It's full of danger and trouble or something. I don't know. Uh, So thanks a lot for listening, everyone. And we will see you Sunday. Goddamn right. A father's tragic past hidden in the adventures of a cartoon mouse. A cautionary tale on the dangers of temporal tourism. A woman searching for answers after the death of an old friend. This is the Storyteller series, a Night Shift Radio original. Every month we bring a new short story to life in a full cast audio drama. We publish a second exclusive story to our online print edition. And we give you a glimpse behind the pages with our author interview series. Subscribe to the Storyteller series wherever you listen to podcasts and visit nightshiftradio.com for more information.